I'm Jerry Ann, and I'm glad you could join us today. You know, we've been talking the last several weeks about trusting God in challenging times. And I hope if you haven't watched them, that you'll go back and watch the other shows. I trust that they'll be a blessing to your life. But you have to get to a place in your life that no matter what comes, through the dark times, the hard times, the difficult times, that you can say, I trust you, God. I trust you, God, regardless if I'm on the mountaintop or I'm in the valley, that I put my complete trust in you. And when you do that, God's perfect peace, Jesus says, I leave you with perfect peace, then his perfect peace can come over you and help you and walk you through anything and everything, the darkest times in your life, he can be there with you. Now, God does not bring those dark times and those hard times in our life. You may be going through something right now. And God is not the author of that. He doesn't bring chaos. He doesn't bring loss. He doesn't bring death. He doesn't bring destruction to our life. We live in a fallen world. And Satan is the one that is here to steal, kill, and destroy. But God can lift you up and he can be there with you through your hardest time in life. I have a cousin. Her name's Christina. And Christina and her husband found out that they were expecting a baby. And they were thrilled about this baby coming. But they found out that the baby had serious heart condition, a condition I can't even pronounce the name of. It was like a rare heart condition with all kinds of other effects that the child had, defects. And um, they, they had to make a stand. The doctors told them that the child would not live, but she chose to carry through with the pregnancy. And I watched, she kind of journaled this through Facebook and social media, and I watched her journey. And what an amazing, strong woman Christina is. She's in the church and serving God and on the worship team there at her church. And man, what a test to her faith this was. I mean, who wants to hear the news that your child that you're expecting is not going to live? So she carried that child to full term and delivered the baby. And I asked Christina the other day, I said, how did you get through this? What did you do? And here's what she said to me. She said, I have pages and pages of journal writings crying out to the Lord and writing down his promises. She said, I made flashcards of the scriptures that I needed to be reminded of throughout the day each day. She says, we could feel the presence of the Lord around us throughout my entire pregnancy. She said, it was crazy, but he was holding us up. No question about it. She said, we knew our time was limited with little Emery Lee. So we asked that she not suffer and that we do get some time with her. She says that the Lord granted them that time. And she was given one hour with her baby before the baby passed. And, and the baby didn't suffer. Now, my cousin walked through a, a, a challenging, a painful, a dark time. But it was her faith and her trust and her stand in God that got her through this. And guess what, guys? She's pregnant today with twin girls. God is so good. He took her broken heart. 
He restored her and now he's given her double blessing with two baby girls. But you have to make a decision in your life that no matter what comes, no matter what destruction, when, no matter what chaos comes in your life, that you're going to make a decision in your life and settle down in your heart once and for all that God cannot lie. He cannot lie that he's faithful. And when you do that, your faith will not be shaken. When the chaos of life comes, you settle that once in your heart and your faith will not be shaken. 1 Corinthians 1.9 in the Amplified, it says God is faithful, he's reliable, he's trustworthy, and therefore ever true to his promise, and he can be depended on. Again, no matter what you go through, he's faithful, he's dependable, he's trustworthy, his promises are true, he's a God that cannot lie, he's a God that will walk you through the darkest, most challenging times of your life. His word is infallible. Infallible, that means incapable of making mistakes or being wrong. It's never failing and it's always effective. His word cannot lie. He can't make mistakes. So if there's a promise in his word, you can promise that it'll come true for you if you stay trusted and stay committed and stay depending on him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, even those hard ways, those difficult ways, that you acknowledge him and he will direct your past. That's a promise. If you trust him, then he's going to direct you in the way that you should go. You may not understand what's happening right now. You may question, why did this happen to me? Why am I going through this? What did I do to deserve this? My cousin could have said the same thing. What did I do to deserve this? You got to get the whys out of the way. Stop questioning. Stop going down that road of despair. Stop wanting to know what happened. Why did this happen? But just lift your hands up and say, no matter what, God, I trust you in the storm. I trust you that you'll get me through this. You'll carry me through and that you have a plan and a purpose for my destiny. It says that he has plans to prosper us with a hope and a future. That's a promise that you can stand on, that in your darkest day, he still has a hope. He still has a future for you. Deuteronomy 32, 4 says, He is the rock. His works are perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong. Upright and just is he. I've said it before, but I completely trust my dad. I completely trust his word. And when he says to me, Jerry, I'm going to do this for you, I don't question him anymore. I don't ask him, how are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Or do you need my help to figure it out? No, I trust my dad and I trust his word. And that's what the Heavenly Father is saying to you today. Just trust me. Just trust me. I'm faithful. I'm reliable. I am not a God that I lie. But you can trust me that I will get you through what you're going through right now. When we come back from the special offer, we'll get more into this subject. Trusting God in the most challenging times of your life.
Now is the time to start trusting God and walking in His promise. In the powerful three-CD teaching, God is Everything You Need Him to Be, Jerry Savelle uncovers truth that will help you develop faith and trust God to be your refuge, your provider, and your comforter. God promises that He will meet our every need, spiritual, physical, and material. In the inspiring book, How God Supplies Your Every Need, you will learn to operate in principles that will revolutionize your thinking and cause you to experience God's best for your life. Also included in this package is the revolutionary CD teaching from Jerry Ann Savelle, Trusting God in Challenging Times. Don't wait. It's time to take your faith and trust in God to the next level. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Trust in God package featuring God is Everything You Need Him to Be, How God Supplies Your Every Need, and trusting God in challenging times. Open your heart and ready yourself to walk in the freedom that comes from trusting God today. I want to encourage you to go to jerrysavelle.org and make yourself available to our resource offer that we are offering for you today. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing, and it's just so important that you're constantly hearing the word. So I trust that this will be a blessing to you. So we're talking about God is faithful. God is faithful to his word, no matter what you're going through. You know, faith and trust go hand in hand. You can't trust God and not have faith, and you can't have faith and not trust him. You've got to have both going hand in hand. You can't have faith and have doubt in your heart at the same time. The book of James tells us that when you ask for wisdom, you don't ask doubting, you don't ask wavering, you don't ask hesitating, but you ask in faith. And when you ask in faith, that's trusting God. You're putting your full reliance in Him. I read this definition of faith that says, faith is unflinching reliance on God. It's an unflinching reliance on God. That's a trust in God. You know, you can trust God more than you can trust your best friend. You can trust God more than you can trust your spouse. You can trust him because he has your best interest at heart. He cares about you more than anybody else cares about you. He's a God that's faithful. So when you trust him, you are putting your faith in him. You're trusting him and faith comes when you trust him. You know, those things you need of and you have desire of, God knows that. He knows what you have need of. He knows what you desire on the inside of your heart. So when you're trusting him and you're delighting in him and you're committing yourself to him, then you're resting in him. Then he says, I'll give you those things. I know what you need. I know what you desire. But when you put your full trust in me, you put your full delight in me, you commit to me and you rest in me, then I'm going to take care of all that stuff. You don't have to worry about it. That takes such a load off of us when we can just cast our care on him, like Peter says, just cast your care on him because he cares for you. That alone should give you an assurance that everything's going to be all right because he's saying, I'll take care of it. Psalms 33, 4 in the Passion Translation says, He is true to his promises. His word can be trusted, and everything he does is so reliable and right. Wow. I mean, that's it. Everything he says is true. Everything he does is reliable. Everything he says is right. So why 
are we trying to take the care of it on? Why are we trying to trust in ourselves and make something happen when he's saying, just trust me, I'll walk you through this. You, you may be in a place in your life where it feels like God is silent. You know, you're praying and you just don't hear him talking to you. You just don't hear anything happening. Well, I'm going to pose a question to you. Have you done the last thing he told you to do? Have you been obedient to the last thing God told you to do? You know, there's some times in my life where I've questioned him like I'm not hearing you, nothing's happening, nothing's changing, why is this happening? And I go through all this reasoning and he says to me, Jerry, did you do what I told you to do? And I think, well, I kind of sort of did what you told me to do, but kind of sort of is not going to cut it. You've got to completely submit to him, obey him, and do what he's told you to do. Maybe you're hanging on to something and he told you to let it go. Maybe you're trying to make something happen and he's saying, no, that's not the best plan I have for you. So if you feel right now that maybe God is silent and you're questioning that, then get alone, get quiet with him. You know, rest in him, delight in him, set some time aside with him and say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? What was the last thing you told me to do? And then be obedient to that because there, you've got to be obedient to move forward in your life. You'll just be stuck in the same place, the same rut, when you're not obedient to him. So I encourage you today, if you feel just kind of like you're, you're talking and you hear nothing back from God, then just go to him and say, what is it that you told me to do? And then act obediently, act quickly and do what he's told you to do. Maybe you're questioning God, why he's not helping? Because you know what? He's waiting on you. He's waiting on you to do what he told you to do. Maybe he told you to step out and do something and you're being hesitant right now. Well, obey him and there's reward in obedience. Psalms 46 says, you have given me the capacity to hear and to obey. It's one thing to hear, but we've got to obey him too. So again, listen, what is it, God, that you told me to do and obey him? Psalms now, Psalm 50 says, He works in and through the lives of his children who are loyal and obedient to him. Obedience is huge in moving forward in your life. I read this statement. It says, You will never enter into his calming place of rest until you learn to obey him. You'll never enter into his place of calming rest until you learn to obey him. Resting in him is trusting in him. Resting and trusting. You have to obey him. Hebrews 2.13, lots of scripture today. I hope that you'll take notes of these scriptures and that you go back and read them for yourself. But Hebrews 2.13, the passion says, my confidence rests in God. My confidence rests in God. So if he's told you to do something, then you can be confident that there's reward in that when you're obedient to what he's called you to do. Joyce Meyer says, resting in him is freedom from reasoning, struggle, fear, 
inner turmoil, worry, and frustration, which develop because of our working to do what only God can do. There's a place that only God can do it, but we tend to want to help him. We tend to want to figure it out. We tend to want to give him suggestions on how to do it. And he's saying, just trust me. Just rest in me. I got this. I can take care of this. You know, he's also holding you accountable for the revelation knowledge that you already know. You know, we're word of faith people. We know a lot. We have 10 translations of the Bible. We have all kinds of books and CDs, and we go to conventions and seminars, and we're, we're in the Word, but are we just hearing it, or are we doing it? Are we applying it in our lives? So He's holding you responsible for what you know. It's your responsibility to be a doer of the Word, to walk in what you know. You know, you can just have all this word and all this information, but if you're not doing anything with it, then you're just stagnant in life. You're just sitting there. But apply what you know. You're accountable for the information and the word that you know. You might think, I know what to do, but I want God to just zap all my problems away and fix it. Well, you know, he can fix it, but he's wanting you to walk in the revelation knowledge that you have, to walk this thing out, to apply your faith, to be consistent, to be disciplined, to walk this thing out every single day. And then he'll fix it for you. But delight yourself in him. And then he gives you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. He wants you to apply the word that you know. It says we're his disciples. Well, a disciple is a disciplined one. It's someone who applies the word every single day, no matter what comes up, in the good, in the bad, that you're consistent, you're committed, you're faithful, and then he'll give you the desires of your heart. James 1.22, the message says, act on what you hear. you got to act on what you hear. You can't be so full of the word and do nothing with it. But act on what you hear. You know, you don't need like three prophetic words from somebody. You got enough word in you. You got the answers. You just got to pull it out. You got to seek wisdom. He's got the answer for you. You don't need it from somebody out here. I mean, prophetic words are awesome, but God can show you in his word exactly what you need. And he can give you the answers that you need. It would be nice if he could just zap all our problems away, but it doesn't normally work that way. We have to walk this thing out every single day of our lives. People used to say to the late Kenneth Hagin, he talked about faith a lot, and he would, they would say to him, are you going to talk about anything else? And he'd say, well, when you get this, we'll move on to something else. So that's what I'm saying to you. Apply what you know. Apply what you know. Don't just sit there with all this word in you. Apply what you know. Filter everything. Filter everything through the word of God. Fix your thoughts on him. Apply every thought through the word of God. Making decisions based on what the word says is mistake proof. Wouldn't it be awesome to live a life with no mistakes? Well, you can 
if you filter everything through the Word of God. Not putting yourself first, your own opinions, your own ideas, what you think is right, but put it through the Word first. And if the Word says it's okay, then you go in that direction. When you've determined to make the Word final authority in your life, then you're making a quality decision. And my dad says that he learned that term, a quality decision, from Kenneth Copeland years ago. And it's a promise. It means it's a promise that you stake your life on. When you make a quality decision, then it's a promise that you stake your life on. And there's three things he says. God has to become first place in your life. That's number one. When you make a quality decision to put God first, trust him. That number one, you're saying, God is first place in my life. And the second thing is that you will live by faith. My dad says that living by faith is not a suggestion. It's a command. Because the word tells us that the just shall live by faith. So that's not a suggestion for us to maybe live by faith. No, it's a command that you have to live by faith. Living by faith simply means that the word of God is final authority in your life. And the third thing when you make a quality decision is you're saying, I will never turn back. I will never turn back. No matter what comes my way, no matter what happens to me, I refuse to turn back. So you put God first place and you make a quality decision to live by faith and then you say, I will never turn back, then you're going to have victory and success in your life. And it says that when you make a choice every day of your life, when you decide that I, no matter what, I make a decision to trust God, that he's reliable that I put his word first place in my life, then you can get through anything and everything. When you're feeling anxious, you're feeling impatient, and you're wanting to do things on your own, you're feeling overwhelmed and you're stressed out, I do this many times. I just stop right there and I lift my hands and I say, nope, I trust you, God. I trust you, God. You're working this out in my behalf. I'm not going to get anxious. I'm not going to get overwhelmed because I trust you. That's a quality decision. When you can do that, then you're saying no turning back for me. I'm not going to try to come up with something on my own. I'm putting my complete trust in God. Listen to this quote I found. It's in a book called Trusting God When Life Hurts. It says, God's guidance is almost always step by step. He does not show us our life's plan all at once. Sometimes our anxiousness to know the will of God comes from a desire to peer over God's shoulder to see what his plan is. But what we need to do is learn to trust him to guide us. You don't need to know the entire plan. It's just the day by day, step by step, walking this faith walk out and knowing that God is a God that cannot lie. It also says, in order to trust God, we must always view our adverse circumstances through the eyes of faith and not our senses. Through the eyes of faith. Psalms now, chapter 14 says, God works through those who trust Him. 
That's all I've been saying for the last several weeks is just trust them. Put all the questions aside, all the wonderings, all the frustration, everything you've been going through, you know, just put it aside and just lift your hands right now and say, Lord, I trust you in this storm. I trust you. I believe that you have my best interest at heart, that you care about me. You have a plan for me. And I'm not going to carry the load of this anymore. I'm not going to take this on anymore. Hey, watch this announcement for our special offer, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Now is the time to start trusting God and walking in His promise. In the powerful three-CD teaching, God is Everything You Need Him to Be, Jerry Savelle uncovers truth that will help you develop faith and trust God to be your refuge, your provider, and your comforter. God promises that He will meet our every need, spiritual, physical, and material. In the inspiring book, How God Supplies Your Every Need, you will learn to operate in principles that will revolutionize your thinking and cause you to experience God's best for your life. Also included in this package is the revolutionary CD teaching from Jerry Ann Savelle, Trusting God in Challenging Times. Don't wait. It's time to take your faith and trust in God to the next level. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Trust in God package featuring God is Everything You Need Him to Be, How God Supplies Your Every Need, and trusting God in challenging times. Open your heart and ready yourself to walk in the freedom that comes from trusting God today. This is our last week that we're offering this special offer to you. You can go on the website now and order that. We're talking about trusting God. God is reliable. He is sure. He is faithful. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, people are fickle. People change. They change their ideas about you, their opinion about you. But God does not change. He loves you so much. His love is unconditional. People can be conditional, but His love for you is unconditional. People can betray you. They can let you down. They can lie to you. But God says, I'm faithful. I'm reliable. I'll never let you down. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. That's the God you serve. Again, he's saying to you, just come to me. I'll take care of it all. Just trust me as you walk through this journey called life. Psalms 118.8 says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. He loves you so much. He wants you flourishing and prospering and abounding in your life. Again, just trust him. He'll take care of everything. I want to read this to you, Hebrews 10, 23. It says, So now we must cling tightly to the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always, always, always keeps His promises. You have to cling tightly to that hope today, friend, that God will always keep His promises for you, that He's reliable, that He, he believes in you, He's rooting for you, He's cheering you on. But he's saying, just come to me. Let me take care of this. I trust that the last few weeks, these messages have stirred in you a, a heart change, if it needs to be, that you put your full reliance in God, that you put your full trust in him so that he can give you the complete peace that you need 
to walk through anything and everything in your life. I trust that it's a blessing to you and you know how much you're loved today. Have a great day and I'll see you again soon.